the college football experience, 2023 week nine preview and draft episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by edge boost. Yes. Edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sports slash edge to get started today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is Randy cross. You're listening to S G P N. Let it ride. the B side of the college football experience here as Patty C just played Kansas and Oklahoma. Go listen to part one where we drafted our top 10 picks. We also talked about the sec scheduling format and some other news. So go check out that good fun. NC Nick, you're on the clock. Well, I suppose in most years I wouldn't care about this game, but Cal has won two out of the last four versus USC. Last year it was only a six point game in Los Angeles. And this is the last chance to see this game in Berkeley. So I will say USC at Cal. Oh man, they're going to lose this one. This is the one, like I, when I was looking at USC schedule the other day, I was like, what's the one that I don't see coming. And Wilcox, you're right. He plays USC really good. He plays, he play. He, he's just a good defensive coach. So I think this is a sneakier game than some think. And I also think For Cal, sure. Uh, you know, Jake Spavadol, the new OC with, with the California golden bears and Samuel Jackson. And I hope that burning hell is the, is the quarterback. And I I've heard them raving about him. I know Phil Steele was talking about hit one of his surprise teams for college football in, in 2023 is the cow golden bears. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, they've had some decent Decent like years, year. yeah, yeah, relatively recently. I don't expect more than that. I just expect them to be. I don't think they're like when you're looking at the schedule and saying that's a win. I think you. I think like Cal is going to make you earn it. I think Cal. Cal is going to be. I think they'll probably be a bowl team, but I just feel like each game you're going to have to earn it, and I feel like they're better than their record. Well, and then USC was soft as fucking. Pillows last year, so against a, a hard-nosed team, a Justin Wilcox coach team, are they going to be able to? I mean, what, what what did we say the score was last year to this game? Six. It was game. a six-point game. Six-point game in, in Los play. Angeles. Shit. So okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, um, among a bunch of other, I guess there were some other close games on USC. So maybe USC, despite that record, the the, the all the close wins kind of mostly went their way. The one-point loss to Utah when they maybe should have won that game. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like, uh, yeah, the last time they went to Berkeley, they lost. So, I I I like it. I like it. I'm not going to blast it too much. Some people say, "What Cal?" Well, again, you know, I don't know where Cal and Stanford stand. To me, 
those teams are shoe ins for the uh, the the Big Ten invite eventually. But a lot of people saying that's never going to happen. I don't understand it, but whatever. If that's true, I just think they don't put football as their main focus, and that scares off the Big Ten. Yeah, could be. But talk about you know a, a program in Cal that has no reason as a state flagship school Why of California. They, Ted, they need to rehire Ted. No, I, I like Wilcox, but Tedford had that thing rolling. I don't know why you would fire Jeff Ted. Dude, go like, hire. I guess Wilcox is doing fine, but like, I know you just said that, but fucking if, if I mean, he at, did turn down Oregon to, to coach at Cal, which is kind of crazy in 2023. If Wilcox, what, I mean? what does Wilcox have to do to get fired? And Tedford sitting on deck at Fresno. I don't think he would. Go, what do you think he would go back? He would go back in yeah. a fucking instant to Cal. Tedford's from, he went to Fresno state. I don't care. Cal is Pac 12 football. <laughs> okay. Shout out to D Bettis. He says he's in this motherfucking bitch. Let's fucking go Ohio state. We already played Ohio state though. Uh, all right, look, it's going to jump over to old Ram Dundee here. And uh, look, um, you know, I just gotta, I just gotta take you too. gotta plug his guy. <sighs> There's a lot that I like that's still out there. All right. No weekday games yet, but I'm taking you to Pasadena <laughs> where the Colorado Buffaloes take yeah. on UCLA. We're only going to see this for one year. Dion against chip Kelly almost said Jim Kelly. Uh, but look, I, UCLA is going to be starting Dante Moore, perhaps freshman quarterback. They have some questions. They got Carson Lexington steal at running back who might be the greatest human ever. <laughs> and then you got Dion who I think by this point in the season, even if they're, let's say they start out like one and eight or something like that, it's going to be still must watch TV to see, are they improving each week? So Colorado at UCLA, look, UCLA, it's a sleepy crowd. You let them come in thinking they're hot shit. And the buffs have just the, the, look, I was watching Colorado air force yesterday, the replay from last year. I don't care how bad Colorado is this year. They're going to be way more talented. How many uh, yards did Brett Edwards run for? <laughs> Brett Edwards looking like John Riggins 2.0. <laughs> uh, look, that's what I'm saying. Like Colorado got raided in the portal a year ago, lost 26 guys a year ago. They they're ter- they had no talent on that team. This year, I know there's talent. Now I don't know that there's talent at every position, but I it's going to be a better team than last year from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, you know what? I fucked up. I, this game. If this game is on the same time at, at USC Cal, I think Colorado UCLA gets to the big screen. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Patty, see what do you make of Colorado UCLA? Well, we have to see what Colorado does. I mean, we're making big assumptions that because Deion Sanders was able to go into uh, you know the pretty broken down ranks of HBCU football and bring a bunch of five and four stars in and crank out some wins, that he's a, a magician of a coach. Look, he's finally facing he's a hater, but, but they'll still have more talent. Similar level. He's talent. a hater. They'll still have more talent, like than UCLA. UCLA. Let me no, tell no, you. no. Than Colorado last year. Sure. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it will be more competitive just based off of the roster. Well, being, not necessarily because if he can't coach for shit, but now he did do a good job of bringing in coordinators. Yeah, Sean Lewis. He is a yeah. CEO, so I do expect them to improve. But are, are we going to be looking at a competitive game here? Colorado was 
pretty bad. We're gonna see what don't, Shador don't Sanders. Don't you want to have some fun, Petty C? I do want to have some fun. Come on. <laughs> and and the five people in the stands for this game are is gonna make this fun. I don't know, Dion. If Dion is Hollywood, Dion might watch, pack out the Rose them. Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I can see this. Look, well, it, hopefully they don't run out of vodka like they did with the Jay Z concert. <laughs> um, so amateur hour. Look. They lost by 15 at Oregon UCLA. They they had a six point clunker at uh, an improved Arizona. They only lost by three against USC, and they lost by two against Pitt, who we mentioned is uh you know Alabama level. Um, so this is a, a pretty good UCLA team. Granted, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson not walking through that door, but if I mean they, they lost Charbonnet too, so they they did lose some guys. I expect yeah. a relatively. Oh, they got you just said they have Carson Lexington steel, so who cares? You, you might go for two hundred on Colorado's defense, <laughs> and I, I got to be honest, as even as a Buff fan, I'm here for it. To see those, I'm here. For, I'm here for flowing two, golden locks. Yeah, let's uh, go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, all right, uh, Patty, see a jump back to you. I was eyeballing this game earlier. Uh, I think it needs to be played here on sheer uh, just quality of football. We are going to Waco, Texas, where the Iowa State Cyclones will play the Baylor Bears. Um, what, ha, let me ask you this: How surprised would you guys be if this was the Big Twelve Championship this year? I would be not a little bit because Iowa all State. All that surprised. Yeah, took a step back, but yeah, not all that surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised. TCU either. Kansas State would have surprised me last year, you know. Yeah. Well, you know who the odds on favorite are? Top two? Who? Texas and Oklahoma. Yep. Shocker. That gets fucking stupid. (laughs) Hey, if there's one bet you can make right now, go make it. Fade that one. (laughs) Texas and Oklahoma uh, are the odds on favorite to play in the Big 12 championship, but Iowa State Baylor. NC Nick, you hate the Big 12. This is probably one of those ones you do hate. And I I think is a pretty good, good. Like uh, this is gets me excited to watch the Big Twelve football here. It's not my favorite game, but it certainly deserves to be played here. I mean, Baylor's won three out of four, but each game has been a one-score game, so it's a close game. Oh, these two. This is the one last year that he that Matt Campbell got robbed. They so yeah. this is the one. This was the worst call of the season last year, out of the whole season. The targeting on their which was their backup safety. Remember, like a week before the season started, their starting safety took nil money and left for Ole Miss. Mm. And and Matt Matt Campbell let it be known that it was clear tampering, but the then so then they're thin. They're using their backup safety. This targeting call was the worst call of the college football season last year. And and if if you listen to you know some some Iowa State fans or or people that cover the Big Twelve, Dave Aranda and them attacked the safety position right after that because they knew they were three deep on the on the on the roster and they well, attacked hey, I mean, it that, all that's, game. That's smart, yeah, smart coaching. But yeah. that targeting call. I, you were watching with me. This was the worst call of the season last year. Yeah. I mean, Iowa State really on the on the you know short end of the stick a lot of times last year. Seven point loss against Baylor, three point loss at Kansas, one point loss against Kansas State, Big Twelve champion. Uh, you know, three point loss at Texas. Remember, they were starting a brand new quarterback, brand new running back. Six point yeah. loss at Texas A and or at Oklahoma State. Four point loss telling against you, Texas Tech. Telling you that. Let's smash the over on the Cyclones this year. Yeah, for a four and eight, that was the best team that ever went four and eight in the Big. I 12. think I was only over last year too, though, and didn't hit. It, it didn't hit, but I, I still agree. But so no, I, am I that all that excited to watch Iowa State Baylor? Not really, but the game certainly belongs to be played here due to the quality of each program. Hater, he's a hater, but you know. <laughs> I mean, also, I tried to say a couple nice things in there too. (laughs) 
Baylor, uh, you know, probably better than uh, better than their record, six and seven last year. That crazy BYU game. And they almost yeah. beat TCU, who went to the national championship. They, yeah. If TCU doesn't hit a field goal, like running their fire kicking drill. team, fire yeah. drill style. Yeah, that was why I'm telling you, both these teams I think could be better than what we think. Yeah. NC Nick. Are you well, we take- had the ACC portion of the show. Now, now it is officially the Big Twelve portion of the show. I'll go. Even though this sounds like an old Big East game, which doesn't really make sense because I don't think UCF was ever in the Big East. Uh, but West Virginia, South Florida, Florida, Florida sounds, was South Florida. Yeah, was. yeah. But either way, West Virginia at at UCF sounds like a Big East game from like twelve years ago. But um, no. But either way, it's a fun game, and um, West Virginia has always recruited the state of Florida hard. There is is t- there's ten guys currently on their roster from Florida, so I think that's a little extra intrigue in this game because that is you know obviously fertile recruiting grounds that West Virginia hits up often. These so, games uh, are gonna be fun. Man. Noel I'm Devine is the one the state of Florida let get away, and where did he go to? West that's Virginia. Right. These that's big right. tw- I'm telling you, I love the new Big Twelve. This does scream like Thursday night though, Friday night. True, but call me. Call me pick your mark because I'm all on board with the Big Twelve because man, I f- I find this matchup fun. It like is. Like, I agree. I find this matchup really fun. What do you think of well, West Virginia it, UCF? UCF has finally become a fun team to me. You know, before they were kind of like the annoying team that like just kept winning, so you kind of had to respect them. Now with uh, uh, Bryce Plumley, uh, with uh, I always fucking draw a blank on the coach. Gus Miles uh, Malzahn. Yeah. You know they're. Malzahn's one of the most fun coaches in all of football. So they're kind of like, and then West Virginia being what it is. The game is where though? It's in. It's in it's at, at the, the bounce house. Moon bounce. bounce, house. bounce. Yeah. Moon bounce. Oh, crazy bastard! This should be yeah. on a Friday or a Thursday, but but you're thinking of UCF as a AAC team. Yeah, true. So now you got a brand new, brand new. And look, you're right. Does the Big Twelve play weekday games? Uh, your mark, I think, has started to do Friday games. I think they might move a couple others too. There's some flex. Oh, this spots. is a prime yeah. one to be Friday night because Friday well, night right now is very open for a big time game. This would be great Friday night. Flex it up. Let me say this: for as out of place as West Virginia has been in the Big Twelve and not much of a regional fit, and it being a problem for them, Central Florida is both a cultural and a regional mismatch. I mean, uh, West Virginia at least is a bunch of fucking rednecks like the rest of the Big Twelve. Central Florida's down there. Well, I guess Central <laughs> Florida's probably red next to say. Maybe it is a cultural fit. It's a different kind of cultural fit, though. <laughs> uh, just not it's, right. it's more beachy. I don't know. UCF is gonna it's gonna take some getting used to accepting UCF as a Big 12 school. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is and watch BYU out. isn't a good fit. Or, or or that is a good fit. I do think BYU. Is. I I think they should do BYU West Virginia every year because the culture clash yeah. is just amazing. <laughs> right, if right. I was if I was commissioner, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. That's happening on the schedule. Now you're getting year. a hard. I mean, you're getting alcoholics versus like non-drinkers. So you That's know, perfect. That is beautiful. <laughs> but you're how getting- many Mormons are in Iowa or Kansas? Uh, none, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Idaho. I feel like, right? They should let Bo- I, they Idaho's should get Boise lot. State. They should get Boise. I State. would imagine yeah. those are two of the reddest states in the union, though. Uh, Utah and West Virginia. So maybe there's some common ground <laughs> <laughs> that they can agree upon. In the union, <laughs> what, what is this it? Guys, 
This guy's going 57. back. This guy's going back. <laughs> Look, we are the United States. It yeah. is a union. NC Nick mentioned the Big East. Patty C's taking it further back, saying the <laughs> Union, baby. Let's go. Uh, all right. Look, I'm taking you. All right. Look, I'm going to take you to a filthy stadium, but it needs to be played here because there's a lot of talk about this, this meep meep captain Harris, Frank Harris <laughs> rolling into the AAC and just winning the thing. <laughs> Did you see the line by the way, that ECU Michigan game was it 30, 38 and a half or 39 Ooh. disrespect. Lock it up, man. Lock it up. You can have all your captain comeback bullshit. All you want. We'll meet you in the middle of that locker room where you guys can't get into getting in little fights. Fuck you, Michigan. Bunch of private school pussies. I know they're not private school, but they they act like they're private yeah, schools. They want to right? be. Yeah. Uh look, ECU's heading into the house that J.R. Reed built. And uh the Alamo Dome, where no football game should ever be played, if you ask me. But sometimes you gotta you gotta go there and make that statement that, hey, you guys are a bunch of cowards. You play in a filthy fil- you play in a church. All right. Hey, welcome to the yeah. American. Yeah. And and we're gonna give you a slice of a good old fashioned American say, pie. Among among domes, the 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 Alamo Bowl is one of the better football environments. Not yeah. that that's good. Not that it's a good thing. That's like saying I'm, if if you told me right now, press <clears throat> the button, I would do it in a heartbeat. All right. Let's press the button. Blow that thing up. I don't no, care how it. many pairs of David Robinson socks are hanging from the rafters. <laughs> all right. Uh I'm all roll over up, rolled up socks. <laughs> Fuck you both. Yeah. Uh, ECU at UTSA this, Hey, Friday night. Come on. Give us this Friday night. Give us this glory Friday night. Cause we will go into that filthy roller rink and fuck them up. All right. What are uh, the odds of both of these teams within this conference? Have those, have those been released yet? I know the odds on favorite it's Tulane and UTSA is the, yeah. is the favorites. ECU's got to be in striking distance for that though. Not really. They got destroyed in the portal, right? Okay. They got absolutely destroyed in the portal. Maybe but that's overconfidence on my part, seeing Mike Houston as a program builder. I think we got Jerry Rice. I think he, I think they he's got a gonna, kicker. Yep, we got yeah. a kicker. Yeah, that's huge. You know, those are major major things that they didn't have before. So, I think you, ECU will contend. This could be an important game. Nick, what do you make of this game? It's a solid game, but you're right. I mean, if it's a weekday game, I think it's played here, but. Considering right now it's on Saturday, I think it's a little early. Granted that you have some personal reasons to pick it, so I guess I can't complain too much. Colby just is UTSA a future Big Twelve team? 10, 15 years down I'm the not, road? I'm not even. I'm not even talking about that shit. All this fucking realignment <laughs> stuff. We could talk about that for days, and it wouldn't mean shit because nobody knows. Is East Carolina the best football school in North Carolina? They are probably the seventh, right after, <laughs> right after, right after Gardner Webb. Hey, they made the FCS playoffs. Don't sleep on the running bulldogs. That's right? Uh, yeah, this game's perfect. You guys are haters. It's a hipster play. It's, it's a hipster play. This will probably end up being better than Duke uh, Louisville. Louisville wins you, you by played four. That. I know, <laughs> but I, that was because it was an ACC. We we're doing an ACC thing. All right. Um, ECU UTSA. It, 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 dude, if this was in Greenville, this would be like top five game of the week. But instead, it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be a lot funner in Greenville. Yeah. But but what isn't funner in Greenville? 
That's true. That's true. <laughs> Touche. We use the word funner a lot in Greenville, too. <laughs> Very common. You can't go into a bar without hearing funner. It's <laughs> a word in Greenville. Funner is a big word in Greenville. All right. It's like let's have so a funner. It. Let's have a funner time tonight. So is STD. <laughs> That's the next one. Let's have a funner. Let's have, no. They say normally that it goes hand in hand. Let's have a funner STD this time. Um, STD is a thing. Yeah. It's it's not talked about though. <laughs> you don't hear that word. Uh, all right, uh, Patty C jumps back to you. Okay. Well, hmm. a little bit of a drop off. I feel like here. Um, you know what? We are going. To Minneapolis, where the Spartans of Michigan State will take on the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. <laughs> You're not even excited saying this one. <laughs> like, I'm going to the Minneapolis where oh, you know, Spartans... I'm wearing a Michigan State hat right now, and I almost fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, Mel Tucker didn't have the best year of his ten- career. Uh, he's not earning that ten million dollar a year salary just yet. People are uh, people are saying he's on the hot seat. You believe that? I don't. I don't know that they have enough money. To, to, I mean, I guess they have a lot of money. Yeah, but. This is very much Jimbo Fisher territory for Michigan State. They want him. They need him to produce. Meanwhile, PJ Flex still living up to expectations in Minnesota. At Minnesota, uh, this is a big game for both of them, though. You know, this is the type of game that both of them need to make their season either. You know, up to snuff or not. And see, Nick, you got family involved with uh, the Michigan State uh, program, and uh, so you you look forward to catching Sparty play ball. Uh, noted Big Ten West hater, but Michigan State resides <laughs> in the Big Ten East. Uh, does this game move the needle for you? Not so much, man. I I don't know. I mean, look, it's a decent game. I I guess at this point, I mean, what's left? To be, to be fair, what's left? How about this stat I saw? Mel Tucker has 13 10 plus point losses during his time as Michigan State's head coach, and he has only been a head coach for 32 games. All right? That's early, a third year games, and you lose by double digits? Wow. They've been getting their ass whooped a lot. Patty C still convinced he's, uh, you know, Nick Saban 2.0. Well, I mean, the funny thing is that, you know, we've been talking bad about him for a while. So it's almost, we're almost rooting for him to, to fail because we can say how right we were. I, no, I am not. I to have a good time. We got Dion. All right, we got fucking Travis Hunter. This is the best thing that ever happened in Colorado. All right, don't have to deal with his shit. Be anymore. careful what you wish for. If 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 Midnight Mel outperforms primetime, you're going to be pretty salty at in Midnight what? Mel. In what? In wins. Dude, you act like he he lit Colorado on fire. He went like fucking he, four and eight. He right? he uh, he beat a Michigan team that went to the playoff two years ago. That was a pretty impressive feat that okay, Mill Tucker did. So he's got one good win. Uh, look, eleven and two a couple years ago. <laughs> just because they had an off beat year Pitt without Kenny Pickett. <laughs> look, you, you can tell he he says he's all in. He loves yeah. Mel Tucker now, but the bitterness is still there. Uh, no, I don't like Michigan State. You know what I mean? I think they're they're what just. What do you have against Sparty? They're they're fucking what, Larry Nassar. Okay, <laughs> but everyone's got that. <laughs> fucking Ohio State's got that. Yeah. Penn State's yeah. got that. Right. Michigan's got that. If you're in the Big Ten East, you are you're paydoing it up. Go Rutgers. Right? <laughs> There's been a lot of trips to Epstein Island. If you're, in, if you're in the Big Ten East. That's right. I don't think Greg Schiano ever got a trip to Epstein Island. All right. I hope I don't, not. Uh, <laughs> 
He was down in South Florida for a while. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Michigan State, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Might, Minnesota might win the Big Ten West this year, though. It's a solid game. It really yeah. is. It just this it just sounds boring. Again, Nick, Big Ten West hater. Yeah. To me, this is like this, this is fun. This is like. This, fun. this is like the, these are almost glamor big 10 West programs. Anytime you put yellow in your uniform, you, the golden, you become a, a glamor program, mm. to me, right? That's mm. why UCF really should stay the golden Knights. They are the golden Knights. Minnesota, Michigan state is less. They're like a, a salt of the earth. They're little brother to Michigan. They're always going to have like a little brother syndrome. But Minnesota is kind of a flashy program, low key. Minnesota is not flashy at all. Have you, you watched them? Hold your tongue. They're the last <laughs> team in college football to win three straight national championships. <laughs> Granted, that was ninety years ago, but yeah. you know the tables are going to turn with PJ. There's been the absolutely yeah. nothing flashy about that offense the last five years. Yeah, they got they got the Mighty Ducks movies for in Minnesota. <laughs> they have cool um, uniforms. I do like Minnesota's uniforms, but uh, let's go. Uh, He's what is called a born. <laughs> Loser, a real monster. NC Nick, you're on the clock. As much as I want to have weekday Nick make an appearance, I can't do it just yet. Uh, weekday ACC Nick or weekday Nick? Uh, that's yet to be seen. I'm gonna go one more Saturday game. I'm gonna go South Carolina at Texas A&M. I like this game. It's a fun. It's a decent game. Not fun, but it's decent. It's probably better than Michigan well, State, Minnesota. Y- you know why this one's fun to watch though is because of the pressure. The pressure for Jimbo Fisher and and yeah. Steve Adazio and Bobby Petrino and and God knows who else is on that coaching staff. All right, Larry, uh, they might have Larry Nassar on that fucking staff. Um, but but uh, yeah, it's intriguing. It's intriguing just because of that. And then you have Beamer Magic, which seems to be a thing. So and Beamer Magic playing with South Carolina, it's just like no expectations of South Carolina. Pure house money. It's the perfect guy to be, you know, perfect program for Beamer Magic to be at. Yeah. I mean, this game's probably should have been played a little bit higher, probably. Maybe. There's one other SEC West game that deserves to be mentioned soon, too. And the question is which game is better between these two? And that that's a tough question. That is a tough question. I think it's probably this one. If I had yeah. to, if I had to guess, but obviously, obviously I lean the same way. What's the history on this game? I know they play every year for some strange. They've, they've only played eight, <laughs> so they, they they played nine times, and A and M won the first eight, but South Carolina won last year. But they had to play every year. This is their thing. They have, this is their rivalry. That just doesn't make sense to me. Right. It's like, oh, so, we're gonna give you this rivalry. Yeah, South Carolina. And, and this is the game that I meant to say way earlier in the podcast. I think I said South Carolina, Mississippi State. I meant to say South Carolina. A&M. Yeah. Thank you for this. Uh, this. Thank you, college football world, for giving us this this barn burner of a rivalry. This is this is pretty much like Rutgers and uh, UCLA when they start playing, but they're two better football programs. And the other but, thing is Rutgers UCLA. It's like okay, you're the new guys. Go ahead and play. If 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 South Carolina ever doubted their status as redheaded stepchild of the SEC, yeah. it's, you're it's, one of the oldest programs in the SEC. I guess they were an ACC team originally, no, so no, maybe they're not one of the oldest. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. at they, least they what, were added in like at least fifty years old. Really, I feel Still, like the seventies. It was okay. like late seventies, early eighties. It was a long fucking time. Okay, maybe yeah. not one of the older ones, but they yeah. they they should have a better rival, at least a regional one. I mean, come on, put Texas. I mean, it's just give them Vanderbilt. Shit. <laughs> 
It's better than A and M. I mean, it is a weird rivalry, but I think this year's game is going to be good. I think it probably should have been played a little higher. Um, but so good play there, Nick. I said something good about you. Eat shit. Should we talk um, about the game itself? Can yeah, can, no, I think this is a, a compelling game because you have Texas A and M is they're almost like Dion, where it's like you want to watch it each week because this team was horrible last year. Right. They have the, this all talent everywhere. They have coaching names everywhere. They have endless money. Their NIL collective is fucking insane, but uh, they, they're just a weird team. Like I feel like they're must watch every week to see if it implodes or see if it works out. Of course. Well, I, I think they're must watch for at least the first few weeks of the season. And then you'll probably have a pretty good guess of what they are. I noticed they ducked UMass on the return game for the uh, JFK Bowl. That game was a little too close. It last was a 10 three game going into the fourth quarter. I mean, they barely beat yeah. UMass, but they, they beat LSU. They sh- probably should have beaten Alabama last year. They lost to App State. They lost App State. So, <laughs> who is Texas AM? You don't know. It depends on the week. Uh, meanwhile, South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, Beamer Magic. There is, you know, even a road trip to uh, College Station is not safe. Yeah, it's a fun game. Great atmosphere. I, I, I've been to College Station. Their fans are legit. Uh, all right, it jumps over to Dundee. Oh man, I guess you know. Uh, I guess I got to play the other SEC game here. It's not as see if if Coach Leach, our friend, rest in peace, was still here. This would be higher up for me. But you want to talk about another mystery team where I have. I have my concerns because they're not going to run. Will Rogers is a lawn chair. He's the most experienced quarterback. I think in the sec, as far as throws, uh, they're running him not out of the gun anymore. He's going to be under center. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Mississippi state at Auburn. That's a big transition from the yeah, air raid. Yeah. And he was, he ran the air raid in high school too. So, uh, you know, it's, I've seen some people sold on Mississippi state and look, I like Zach Arnett. He's a Rocky long guy. I am a Rocky long guy. So I want to buy in to the story coach Leach, his players, but I have no idea what the fuck to expect. And then you have huge strip club freeze on the other side of this, which by the way, hilarious quote at in Destin saying that, you know, that we've lost our soul in college football. And I don't even know that I would have be coaching if, 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 if it was today and I was getting started, I don't even know what the fuck are you talking, talking about? about? You just got it. You just got while what? he's cashing his paychecks well, at Auburn who just brought in a thousand transfers. So it, I, this guy's a fucking please coach another game from the hospital bed. Cause you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Didn't he get a fucking, uh, <laughs> The, his quarterback from Auburn, dude. This is ridiculous. Malik Willis. Malik yeah. Willis. I mean, I mean, this was just uh, what some of the quotes. Eli Drinkwitz also says uh, these players are making more money than my brother-in-law, who's a doctor and he saves lives. Yeah, and you make fucking like six million dollars a year, you stupid fuck. Yeah, so Wait, do you. you yes, dumb. and you just coach football. Some of these statements are unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Um, but anyway, Mississippi State at Auburn. Nick, your opinion. No, the fact that the, for this game goes all the way back to 1905, and, and even though Auburn dominates the series, I mean Mississippi State has won two in a row. They've won three out of five. They've won six out of eleven. It it is funner with Leach, but you know the fact that Leach is gone does the the, the silver lining is that we have two brand new head coaches here, and uh, it's an interesting matchup. It definitely deserves to be played here. 
Yeah. I, I still like this. this. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, most played rivalries, this is Auburn's second most played game to Georgia. Um, wow. And it is uh, Mississippi State's fourth most played game. Uh, so these teams are familiar with each other. Let's hope they continue to play on an annual basis because. And Leach went two and one against Auburn. Two and one. There we go. There you go. Who who do you favor here? I, like I said, Mississippi State's kind of in the Texas A and M bin, where I, I I am very curious to see how they are this year. Actually, last year I don't think Leach coached. Yeah, he did. Did he, he? coach all the way to the bowl game? Okay, never mind. Yeah, coached all the way to the bowl game, buddy, because he won the Egg Bowl. That was the yeah, last right. the last right. game he coached was the Egg Bowl, and he won. That is pretty cool. That is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think this game's just compelling. I would watch this. This is like one. This is college football. This is yeah. another one that's just like the epitome of college football. Please don't fuck this up. All right. This is a great game. Patty C. Fuck yeah. Small yeah. town, Southern football in a, you know, this, if it's like, this is like what Texas high school football is to the college football scene. Just, it means everything to these places. Yeah, exactly. So folks, uh, before we get to the next thing, I'm going to tell you that we're brought to you by edge boost. Yes. Edge boost is the world's first bet. Now pay later visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which you can get, you know, which that can be a valuable fucking thing. You're spending money on who knows what. And all of a sudden you look to bet on the games. You don't have any money. All right. Take out a little loan. Don't worry about it. Zero interest. All right. You're not going to worry about the loan shark. Jimmy two ties beating the piss out of you. All right. So what are you doing folks? This is a good way to do it. All right. You have no interest. You can pay it off in payments. Come on, get in on the action, support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sports gambling podcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash edge must be 21 years or older to use a uh, problem with gambling call one 800 gambler. All right. We are back on the college football experience and uh, Mississippi state Auburn just played a jumps back to Patty C. Well, I'm going to take you to Wait, I just saw another game that I liked, but God, that game's not that good either. Oh, what are we going to do? Please, please take us to Coral Gables. We're not going to Coral Gables. Oh, a couple of big 12 games out there. Well, well, what about last year's classic? You guys remember last year's classic? Uh, Which one was that? Miami, uh, Virginia. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) Overtime. What was that? Like six overtimes. What was that? Yeah, nobody four, wants to watch that, that shit, dude. With six overtimes, it was fourteen to twelve. <laughs> Hilarious offensive football at its finest. How's that even possible? Aren't they forced to like? I know go for two they must have missed field goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worse, that or zero zero. <laughs> it's true. That's ACC true. football, it's right? ACC football killing it. But uh, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. What's that? This is kind of probably gonna underwhelm you guys, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh shit! We're going to Palo Alto. Oh, Washington boy. travels to Stanford. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, had trouble. I think Washington has had trouble in Palo Alto and uh, Washington is one of like what four teams Washington's preseason top five, according to like ESPN, if they're, you know, prone to drop a game that they shouldn't, if they really are this good, this could be they, a they, hiccup. They've been playing since 1893. You got that in, in your corner. Damn, the all time series 45, 44, and four. Mm. So Washington with a one game lead. But it, it, Palo Alto has been a tricky place for the Washington Huskies. They won by seven and 21. 
Uh, but the time before that they lost by 10, the time before that they lost by eight, the time before that they lost by 17, the time before that they lost by three. So damn, they only have to go back to their second win in, in uh, Palo Alto. You got to go back to 2007 and they've been playing every other year there, right? Yeah, Every year, every well, single year. In Palo in the Alto. Same, oh yeah, yeah. Every other year. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like this is the same conversation we had last week when it was like Washington at Arizona state. Yeah. Well, Arizona state though, in general, something about Tempe, I feel like it's not like Stanford. it's the temperature. Yeah. yeah the temperature now, now, uh, <laughs> see what I did there? uh no, but I, I actually really believe like, uh, we were like Pauly shore there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, we were talking Nebraska, number one in the nation in the nineties and they had to go into Tempe. Something about Tempe. I think makes it a tough place. It doesn't Whoa. matter. The records, that Palo makes Alto. sense. <laughs> the hot desert night. That makes sense. Palo right. Alto. It's no, like, Palo Alto. I feel like is like the worst place to, to see a college football game in America. Maybe <laughs> there's, uh, there's worse, but there, are, there are trees in the air. There's a reason Stanford uh, Why don't has they a just tree invest? as a mascot. They have come on. It's if they just invest, they need Harbaugh back. Harbaugh had this thing rolling. He did. They're an interesting team because Troy Taylor was really good at Sac State. Maybe they'll be. This is going to be a high-scoring affair. We'll say yeah. that. Much. Honestly, yeah. guys, this game doesn't do much for me. <laughs> well, that's because you'll be asleep. You haven't, you know, you know, you don't play these Pac-12 games. Anything Stanford, you you, you hate. Even though hey, Stanford, hey, I, I earlier I played you uh, USC at Cal. But I'm saying anything Stanford you hate on, and Stanford actually Stanford's fucking boring. Well, let me dude, tell you, they've this. had a great history over the past and Stanford 15 years of college football is a surprisingly there. like good recruiting team. You think of them as just getting like you know a Northwestern or like a Duke level recruiting in football? No, they go out and they get dudes like from all over the country. They get they get top five players because they're know. academics. That's the one place where academics really fucking factors as a positive. Is Stanford know, pretty pretty boring, pretty white. <laughs> All right, you're a lot of white running backs. Your yeah, white okay. guilt is showing yeah. Nick. He's not a McCaffrey guy, not a Toby Gerhart, not mm-hmm. a Brad Muster guy. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Tommy Vardell. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so I, I I think it's a day. It's a possible trap game. Yeah. Possible trap game. And see, Nick, where are you taking us? Well, there's seriously some Big Twelve games that deserve to be played, but it would be off-brand of me to do so. So what's on brand is to play the first weekday game of the week. And of course I'm going <laughs> Thursday night. No, I'm not going ACC. I'm going Sunbelt. I'm going Georgia state at Georgia Southern Curveball. If you talk to the Georgia Southern fans, like our guy clay, he says, this is not a rivalry, but perhaps Georgia Southern needs to take it a bit more seriously because they've lost three in a row. <laughs> and and Georgia State is 3 and 1 in Statesboro. Damn. Sean this, we, this you know, year it's in Statesboro. Come on now Georgia Southern. You know why it should be a rivalry? Is Sean Elliott, not Sean Clark. Sean Elliott, their coach is an App State guy. And if you ask if you ask Georgia Southern fans who their number one rival is, they say Appalachian State. Exactly. Well, Sean Clark not only coached at Appalachian State. I'm sorry, Sean Elliott not only cl- coached at Appalachian State. He played there, so he t- he went to a a Georgia school and he's beating the piss out of you. This should be a rivalry. He's bringing the yeah. hatred. Yes, let's go. Hey, anytime someone has to go out and say publicly that this is not a rivalry, it, it means it's a, it's a rivalry. Let's go. Let's and go. you know what? The, whatever there's a game at Georgia State. 
it's a bit lackluster. Yeah. Like that stadium just doesn't, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like half still, full. If still that. better, still better than the Mercedes Benz stadium. True. So I'm glad this game is in Statesboro because <laughs> it's going to have a little bit better feel to it. Dude. The peach bowl used to be held there, right? I don't know if this is the launching pad. I think this is like uh it meant when did they leave and go to this? I feel like the peach bowl went to the Georgia dome. It was at the launching pad before. And then that, and then it went to the Georgia Dome, and then they moved into this new baseball stadium. So I don't know the, what the fuck it is. I, I just know when ECU had their 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 eleven and one season, they beat they NC played State. Uh, I thought it was the Peach Bowl. I think it was here. a Fulton, Fulton County. Was that Fulton County? I think it was Fulton County. Either way, they should play more bowl games here. At, Colby at, loves yeah. a baseball well, well, stadium. Here, this game is in Statesboro. Yeah, well, even okay. there, there too, because Savannah's right down the road, and that's a great city to get fucked up in. So uh, there's that. Uh, I love this play, Patty. See, what do you make of a little Sun Belt Thursday night action? Patty sees a Virginia guy. He's going to be watching Virginia Tech instead of this game. No, I, I like you. this. Although I will, yes, but um, I do like uh, Georgia State being the Atlanta team. I like Georgia Southern kind of being the Georgia Woods team. Statesboro, I don't know much about. It. I assume it's in bumfuck Georgia, but uh, you know, a little country versus city mouse. Country mouse versus city mouse. Let's go. All right, Dundee's taking you. Uh, to I just got these big there's some good big 12 games all right there's some good big 12 games out there but I see opportunity no I wow. no, no 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 I'm going to stay in the big 12 I, I'll, I'll play this yeah. one you got to somebody I, has to I'm going uh Houston heading to the Little Apple take on Kansas State Kansas State won the big 12 last year a lot of people don't. A lot of people forget that. I've listened to some other shows that keep thinking TCU won the Big Twelve. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Kansas State did. That's right. And Kansas State brings back their whole offensive line and their starting quarterback. Watch out. Then you got Dana Holgerson, used car salesman, right? Mike Leach guy. Big year for him. Maybe, maybe you want to talk about another coach on the hot seat. Holgerson. I don't know if he's on the hot seat. Oh, how many think- games did he win two years ago? He won double digit. Double digit wins two years ago. Do you remember what Houston's athletic director said when they fu- first off they fired uh, not Major Applewhite for I think winning seven or eight games and he said eight wins ain't good enough at Houston. <laughs> and I think their NIL collective and stuff. I think they got some 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 money there. Watch out! Watch so out! They won. They they won eight last year. The year before they won. 10 or something, 12 or something. Yeah. 11, 12, including beating Auburn in the bowl game. Why is Holgerson even alluded to it then that he's on the Hudson? I don't know. Let me tell you what Houston, a three point loss on the road in Lubbock last year in overtime lost to uh, a cotton bowl champion Tulane by three in overtime. Um, You know, lost a shootout against SMU despite scoring 63 points and then lost to Tulsa by seven. This team isn't that far from taking the next step. But I got uh, Clayton Toon's gone, Tank Dell's gone, McCaskill's gone. I'm worried about Houston. I think Houston might be the worst team in the Big 12 this year. Ooh. And I mean, if it was at home, maybe, but at Kansas State, that's tough, man. Well, you have planted your flags like securely against the new teams in the Big 12. Yeah. You know, you you have, but what is our bet? Let's just remind yeah. the uh, people out that there of our bet. Zero teams won't show up there, right? The zero teams no, will yeah. crack nine wins. Exactly. All all four of the new teams will not reach nine regular season wins. And what what do we have on the line here? Five shots, was it? Yeah, five. Molsons. Five consecutive yeah. shots. Yeah, easy. I don't want this. The you know, 
<laughs> pussyfooting throughout the episode <laughs> shit. I want you to rail them right in a row. <laughs> All right, look, uh, I like that matchup, Houston, Kansas State, but uh, Patty C, you're on the clock. All right, a couple teams that I like that also, you know, probably deserve to be played in this range, but God, I mean, we're going to another new Big 12 versus old Big 12 matchup. I mean, it's clearly the, probably the worst of the two. Uh, we're going Cincinnati versus Oklahoma, or Cincinnati traveling to Oklahoma State, just in terms of quality football. Oklahoma State. These you know, teams were competing for a playoff spot two years ago. Yeah, remember Oklahoma State, a half yard away from perhaps knocking Cincy out. Yeah, Cincinnati being uh, what? Since Oklahoma were they five at the end of the regular season? Cincy yeah. four. Yeah. So uh, a, a half an, like an inch made the difference in that. Uh, maybe Oklahoma State still smarting about that. Probably not, but. A chance to, uh, you know, start a little, 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 little chippy rivalry here. Cincy at Oklahoma State, Nick. Your thoughts? I mean, the game certainly isn't sexy, but it it belongs to be played here. If if anything, it belongs to be played, uh, you know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes ago or something, because these two teams have been knocking on the door for a long time, and the newness of it all—they haven't played since '83. So it's, it's a fine matchup. It probably deserved to be played sooner, but I just, I, I, I guess both teams lack, lack some kind of appeal. Yeah, it's fair. I'm excited for it. No, I'm excited. It's, for good, it's a good game. We should these, be, but at the big, same time, it's like, yeah, big 12 Colby's on board. All right. Well, well, if you were that on board, you would have played it sooner. Well, I played Houston, Kansas state. <laughs> All right. So ah, still well, Oklahoma state is a known quantity. We know what they are. They're the team that's going to get close. They're always going to find a way to fuck it up. Usually against Oklahoma and bedlam. Uh, Cincinnati is a more of an unknown quantity in the big 12. We're going to see if their winning ways translate into power five football. Shout to, out to uh, Dustin. And, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Colby. Go ahead. Yeah, shout out to Dustin Weezes. Says, Just got here. Did we shit on my badgers yet? Or is that coming? No, we, we talked fondly. About Madison. Shit, that was a top three episode. play. Yeah, top three yeah. play. So go check that out. That was like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, appreciate you, Dustin. <laughs> um, all right, uh, NC Nick, you are on the clock. Well, you know what? I'm I'm in a Sunbelt mood. I played Sunbelt last round. Let's do it again. Southern Miss at App State. It's on Saturday, which isn't ideal because it could get lost in the sauce, but still. You know, I'm an App State guy. They're certainly at the top of the Sun Belt East. Southern Miss is working their way up the Sun Belt West. It's a fun game between two great historic football programs that may be off the beaten path, but historic nonetheless. So sign me up. This game's awesome. Let me tell you this right here Southern Miss and ECU used to play all the time in the Conference USA. So I know Southern Miss very well. Southern Miss. Uh, they, their fans even say the original Boise state, right? Southern miss. There's something about the attitude in the program that is app state. They remind me of each other. Oh, They remind you of me. And I'm going to drop this term again. This is my fetch moment for the week. They are homo aestheticual. Okay. <laughs> they look the same. They had the black and the gold. I don't think right. that's like gaining traction. <laughs> Uh, wait, I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna keep working on it. <laughs> certain, there's a certain je ne sais quoi about right. this. Uh, no, uh, I, yeah, but there's something about these programs. They're fearless. They go schedule anybody, and I find this like 
like I want ECU to join the Sun Belt because I think ECU is in the same fashion as Southern Miss and App State. They'll go play anywhere. They'll play, you know, before Scotty Montgomery, you know, we would actually be competitive against anybody, you know, and I feel like Southern Miss and App State have that no nonsense style to them, you know, and there's not many of those group of fives. Like the only other ones that like Boise and Fresno would kind of fit. Maybe you could talk me into the Aztecs, but Boise and Fresno kind of have that on the West. I, I want them in like a conference, even though I know that's the whole United States, they have the same attitude and they take football serious. And they, and they, they, they if you're not paying attention, they will fuck you up. And at, at the same time on the, the flip side of that is uh, a Saturday in Boone in October with the fall foliage. Pretty beautiful. It is. Do we rate these two teams as their two best stadiums in uh, the Sun I think Belt? we did. I think we did. I think we had maybe not best stadiums, but maybe best best, best environment. home environment. Right. Yeah. yeah. But both yeah. have good stadiums too. Yeah, I like both stadiums. Yeah. Phenomenal on both fronts. So Southern Miss at App State, you better believe. Like I know that it's probably not a gigantic rivalry, but it needs. It well, will if be. Southern it Miss is coming up, if they really are like making improvements, which it seems like, what is it, Will Hall? Yeah. Then I think you know they're, they're improving as a program. It's not presumably Frank Gore running the uh, quarterback uh, show. But even if so, they even still win so, games. They, still they win games. Win. Yeah, they were six. last last two years. It has defaulted to that at different <laughs> points, so it might again. <laughs> well, either way, they are definitely uh, coming up. And if it is, then uh, what? what uh, division wise, are they in the same division? No, Sunbelt or Southern Miss is in Sunbelt uh, West. West. And App State's and App somebody. State's so this could be a preview of the Sun Belt Championship. championship. They should play every year, though. I, I, there's something really. about those two that that just stand out to me. All right, Patty, see it jumps. Oh no, yeah, jumps. No, jumps to me now. Yeah, right. don't short yeah. yourself. J- j- jumps to me, and uh, you know what? As much as I want to play uh, some of these weekday games, nope. I am taking you. Yeah, let's stay in the Sun Belt. Marshall heads the Brooks stadium to take on coastal Carolina. And Ooh. look, I like it. I like these games. I, I kind of wish these were weekday games because I just like the culture of these two programs. Marshall Marshall is kind of like Southern Miss and App State to tell you the truth, right? Coastal Carolina has kind of emerged as this meth beach town team, which I can enjoy. <laughs> right. But Marshall kind of has that same attitude as Southern Miss App State. Yes. Yeah, this is yes. non meth yeah. versus ECU uh, beach meth. ACU needs to get in the Sun Belt <laughs> because it, they fit in with that. So, uh, Marshall at Coastal Carolina. Nick, your thoughts? I love it. I, th- I, I think I'm going to be at this game. I just uh, cleared my schedule for the beach house this weekend. I think I'll be there. Nice. Um, now, with Jamie Chadwell there, I guess we would have thought at home Coastal Carolina is the clear favorite. But they kept the OC. That's what's interesting is uh, look, I, 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 at first was out on Tim Beck because he was terrible as an OC to me at NC state, but um, keeping the OC, I think they're going to still be running a lot of the that same was stuff. A very interesting move. move. Yeah. And, and from what I hear, I'm starting to, to gain more faith in it. Also same here. Just what, exactly what Colby said at first. I was like, oh man, I don't know. But the more I hear, the more I'm starting to talk myself into thinking coastal is going to be okay. Well, I think that pleases all of us because we're huge coastal yeah. fans. Uh, Marshall, meanwhile, uh, you know, has biggest, surprised biggest us. Biggest win of their career or their history. One at Notre Dame last year. I mean, yeah, that program is rolling. Um, it's going to be a chippy matchup. Who do you got in that right now? I got Marshall, uh, but coastal. but 
this is what I mean though. Marshall, Fresno State, Southern Miss, App State, ECU, Boise. Yeah. They should be a conference. Drunk ass towns like <laughs> that. Be, it's just like perfect. It's beautiful football. Poor academics. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's great. They love football. Yeah, they, they're idiots. It. They're I drunk idiots. Something about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it jumps back to you, Pace. Going in the opposite direction of drunk idiots, we're going to go with pussies. Uh, we have Virginia going to Miami. Oh, yeah, I had geez. to play it. Oh, I only have two plays left, and you know I'm saving my last play for something very special. But uh, Virginia going to Miami. There's going to be five people at the game. But uh, talk about two programs that desperately need the wins. Tony Elliott uh, might be on the hot seat. Mario Cristobal, obviously. Could use all the wins he can get, and this has not been a give me for Miami. A give me, uh, I think uh, UVA could challenge them. I we're all assuming that Tony Elliott year two is just going to suck ass. Look, some yep, some stuff happened. Right, there was a mass murder that happened. Oh, that I mean, I, that shit happened way late in the season. It wasn't like he was doing fine until then. You want to know how bad Miami has been since 2006? Okay, fine. Since 2006, <laughs> Miami has nine wins. Virginia has eight. There you go. <laughs> if you're into competitive football and no That's crowds, shocking. if you're a USFL fan, this yeah. game should uh, <laughs> this game should delight you. Nick, your thoughts? You're an ACC guy. Virginia. This was, this was not on my top 30 guys. <laughs> well, hard you're not to, hard to talk up this one. <laughs> Look, Miami. How, I'm how surprised many? you didn't play the Virginia Tech game on Thursday over this. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would rather see the Virginia Tech game than this one, it's, especially because that's Thursday. Yes. Yeah, and it's at a better environment. But like yes. watching a game at Coral Gables is like okay. Yes. Let me let me tell you this: Virginia is my team, and Miami yeah. is still a sexy team, right? Syracuse doesn't have that going, and Virginia Tech is second in the pecking order to Virginia. I hate to say it, but it's out there. Interesting. Okay, NC Nick, it jumps over to you. Dustin says UVA is going to go for the imperfect season. I think he's going to, I think he's right. Uh, Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, sorry. I'm going kind of out of my order here just because I'm on a Sunbelt kick and there's one more Sunbelt game, which I think is fantastic. And it's Louisiana at South Bama. It is the Sunbelt version of Alabama LSU. And <laughs> I like it. This You're, is a big year for the raging Cajuns. Quite the angle. And, and, I like it. And and Dace, our guy Dace Armo down Mike, there. Mike Devereaux. Mike Devereaux. Uh, yeah. And what, look, I, I know mean, that movie. No, he's a he's a baseball player for the Orioles. Orioles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe he's. The I, movie. I'm, I'm curious, yeah. Patty. What what were you thinking of? Uh, yeah. It's a really cheesy '90s movie with uh, Ashley Judd, and uh, they she goes down to Louisiana and like I don't know she gets. Almost a double jeopardy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something yeah. Something like, and the, and yeah. the bad guy is like Mike Devereaux. Huh? Maybe got a Frenchish name. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, these, um, these Sunbelt games are flying off the shelves. Louisiana oh, at South Bama. Look, if you look at Sunbelt West, it certainly appears that Troy and South Bama are making major moves. And go back two years ago, this was Louisiana's division. I mean, they were they, true. They, they, they killed it. So they're in a tricky spot here where they better, they better compete now and they better be right up there with Troy or South Bama where they're just going to be completely taken over. So I think it's a big year for the raging Cajuns. And this game was very close. I think it was a, a one score game last year. So I, I think it would, it would behoove them of, to get the, uh, a road win here against the Jaguars. 
I like it. I like it. All right, I'm taking you to a game that you probably don't have on your slate. Probably think Kobe is a terrible play. But I see opportunity. I see opportunity in Chestnut Hill. When right now there's talk every that, every fucking week you take a Boston College game. Uh, look, there's talk that UConn could go to the Pac-12 or the Big 12, <laughs> right? There's talk their college baseball team is really good. Their 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 college basketball team just won the national championship. Jim Moore in year one took them bowling, and now they head to Chestnut Hill. The ACC took they took the wrong team. They took Boston College. They should have took UConn. UConn goes in to Chestnut Hill and gets the win. I'm Patty glad C. you played this. Northeastern football is back. I wanted this to be played, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad you played it. <laughs> Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, look, it, are are we sure UConn are they bringing back the quarterback? Uh, well, no, he only played a game last year because he got towards ACL. That's what I'm saying. Is are they all of a sudden like a, a real threat yes. to to win this game? Yes. Are they going to steal Northeast recruiting? And do I need to mention that 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 uh, you know UConn before last year was zero and six against Boston College? Jim Mora last year. Guess what happens in stores or Hartford, wherever the fuck. They won thirteen to three, and they beat the the mighty ACC. Well, so. I'll tell you what: if you're talking about ACC expansion, you're talking about defending national champion UConn. What four titles in the last twenty three years? Uh, talking Big Twelve is, is going for UConn. Big Twelve is looking at UConn, but if the ACC is looking to expand and beating an ACC team in the yep. same area repeatedly. That's 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 selling yourself it's a happening. little bit. UConn, Boston College, Nick, you're an ACC guy. I know you endorse this one. No, no, I, I, I'm a big fan of Dirty South football, not Northeast <laughs> football. This game sucks. It's got your ACC teams in this, though. Look, Boston is the Dirty South of the Northeast. There's a bunch of fucking <laughs> racist mix up there. Like, look, look, we're all in agreement here. I think everyone knows this. Yes, right? I'm not yes. saying anything right. we don't know. All right, it jumps back to you, Patty. All right, let me give it. In case one of you guys doesn't play it later, then I I want to give some. Is can this we the give last some round? Honorable yep, mention last, shouts. Yeah. Let's give some honorable mentions. Hold on, but here. do the last for momentary. Of course, I'm going to Harrisonburg, Virginia, where the fucking Old Dominion Monarchs are going to play the James Madison Dukes, and I, I forget what they call this rivalry. They the, call it the Sun Belt. It's the uh, the royal the royal rivalry. The royal flush. The royal flush. Yeah, because we're going to flush the toilet. Royal crown on there. Yeah, that's more appropriate. Uh, and look, James Madison has revenge uh, on the mind. Uh, Did you lose though, you last year? I don't know if we. I, oh, but I feel on. like we've lost to them a lot more than we uh, probably should have. Um, uh, Nick, so every Sunbelt game is getting played this week. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's crazy. And, and no, uh, JV won thirty-seven to three. Oh, we crushed them at the beginning but of the year. They have a losing record against against ODU. They're one and two all time. That's Maybe right. they can change That's this what it was. Apparently, D. Bettis is a big JMU fan. I did not know that. G- JMU and Ohio State, uh, strange mix, but okay. Uh, <laughs> dude, Sunbelt, I love it, man. I love the the spotlight that the Sunbelt is getting this week. Let's do it. Let's well, go. And look, you know, UVA, Virginia Tech, and you know, I guess Liberty gets kind of left out of that scene. But I, there are those that would argue that Old Dominion and JMU are the two best teams in the state. I would say the Flaming Libs are number one. Well, they're not part <laughs> of any rivalry. They're independents, you know. 
They're 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 fucking. They're not psych- independent anymore. Yeah. Oh, where they're are they CUSA, now? buddy. Oh, it's the USA. Either way, they're in a, a subpar you conference. Get, you should get out and see the USA. Hello. NC uh, <laughs> Nick. Where are you going? Dude, I mean, now we're definitely getting all hipster. So let me go back to an actual, you know, power five game. Purdue, Nebraska, I guess. <laughs> there you go. I mean, for the battle of first year head coaches is Big Ten West. Am I excited to watch this? No. Will I watch <laughs> any of it? Probably not. But somebody has to play it, right? I love it because you didn't play. You did not play. Uh the Virginia Tech game. I, I, at this point, like nobody should play it just because it's a thing that we just shouldn't play it. But yeah. I mean, it probably deserves to be played. There too. was a time Donovan McNabb versus Michael Vick that that yeah. game actually was kind of fun. Just, the Athletic just dropped an, an article about uh, Syracuse's program and how what happened to it. It was so good for so long. Honestly, you go back and look. I tweeted this thing out. They only had like five or six losing seasons for like like I feel like forty years, fifty years. And they've been, but hey, last year they went bowling. Dino Babers, but uh, instead Nick takes Purdue, Nebraska, and I got to be honest, I'd rather watch Purdue, Nebraska because the two first-year coaches, the defending Big Ten West champs. Yep. So I agree. Where's the game being played? Lincoln. You know, there's probably going to be a sellout for that game. A big what eighty eighty-five thousand person crowd. Yeah. Fun to watch. And Matt Rule, maybe maybe will he rule the day? That, That is the question. All right. Uh, all right. Final pick of the draft. Bring us home. I'm taking you to Tucson because I think Oregon. Yeah. St- I think it's a little bit of a, a trap game here. Arizona keeps improving under Jed Fish. They almost went bowling last last year, and Oregon State won ten games. Or was it eleven or ten? I think maybe even eleven uh, a year ago. And Jonathan Smith's got this program rolling. And I think it's a sneaky away spot because it's kind of sleepy. Remember the Oregon schools? I feel like always have trouble in the desert. So Oregon State at Arizona, my final play. Uh, what do you make of this one, Nick? I like it. I mean, this game also deserves to be played. For me, it was one of the, either the Purdue Nebraska or this one. So nothing very exciting about this. But Oregon State is really good, and Arizona is moving their way up. And it's a road trip for the Beavers, so it's a solid game. Solid game. D bet is talking about JM JMU chicks. Love the DC guys. They, they always love the truth. Yeah. JMU love <laughs> JMU chicks. Love whatever they can get their hands yeah. on. That's what I'm saying as long as there's a D involved in it, they're in, they're in D Bettis, You got hope. D and D Bettis. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, look, let's get to the FCS game of the week. Patty C you lead the way with this one. Where are you taking us uh, real quick? Let's throw out some, some I, missed I, ones. How about how you have UConn Boston college at the same time, UMass and army New, Northeast football, Northeast football is exploding. Uh, also, I love a little San Jose versus Hawaii. I have to throw them. In. It's a hard ticket. Uh, look, wh- <laughs> I love air force, Colorado state. That's a big time Colorado yeah, rivalry. How there. far away? I was just about to look up those two. That's uh, I don't think they're that far Fort away. Collins. And yeah. uh, where is, uh, where is Colorado, Colorado Springs? State? Colorado Springs. Yeah. I, I believe they're two or three yeah. hours. Yeah. 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 Two, three hours. Okay. Maybe what's the, what's the ones that are right? I, I close love Wyoming boys. Is that Wyoming versus Colorado? Yeah. Wyoming yeah. boys. Wyoming Boise is always fun. Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, two hours away from each other. Nick, the Nick only problem with Wyoming boys is that it's six. That the series is 16 to one in Boise. But favor. they're always at, close. I feel like no, the in Wyoming, they are at okay. Boise. There's been some very lopsided games. Okay. Okay. But 
I still think it's a fun game. There's something it about is. those two units, those two teams. Let me say, at this point in the schedule, there's not much, uh, you know, trash. You know, you're mostly in the conference play. True. I true. don't see any incredible trash on there. Well, that's going to be the what the fuck game. So don't worry about that. Let's yeah. just do oh, we're doing the FCS, uh, yeah. FCS, FCS, FCS right so. now. What are you doing? I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go to the Dakotas. You can't miss. It's always it's my it's my layup. Uh defending national champs, South Dakota State traveling to arch rival South Dakota. Do you guys remember this game 2 years ago? The last time they played in this dome was a Hail Mary that first off South Dakota state elected to run a play instead of punt. They tried to run the clock with the quarterback running around, right? He gets tackled and the turnover on downs stops the clock. Then <laughs> South Dakota throws like a 70 yard hail Mary where a guy on crutches on the sideline drops the crutches and runs on the field to celebrate. Yeah. So, I mean, this thing was absolutely fucking fantastic. <laughs> it is at a filthy dome, but it's got a good history knowing that matchup the last time they played there. Nick, your thoughts on South Dakota uh, State, South Dakota? Dude, I've always said in the FCS, there's always go to the, the Dakotas and you're good to go. Uh, well yeah. played. Uh, well played. Oh, well you. played. I think they've been playing this one a long time, too. I think it's like 100 years old. NC Nick, uh, what are you doing here with your FCS game? Well, other than the Dakotas, there's also some really good FCS football close to me. So let me go camels at spiders oh, Campbell nice at play. Richmond. Our guy, Mike mentor recruiting his ass off at Campbell. He's building that program. Richmond has always been a strong program in the FCS. This is a good close game to me. Both games within a couple hours. Let's do it. I love this man. And I love the camel spider thing. Hello, they both I exist in the desert. That. You know what I mean? I could uh, little desert creatures. And, and what other teams in any other sport are named the camels or the spiders? That's true. That is very true. It, you're familiar with what a camel spider is, right? Oh, there's that too. Dude. You want to yeah. see, you want to freak yourself out. These dudes that uh, <laughs> are old buddies from Iraq used to talk about these camel spider bites and they have like what the, uh, the yeah. toxic, uh, and they'll just eat your arm off. Basically talk about Saddam. Saddam. That's some, <laughs> that's, that's your some old buddy. Fucking, yeah. That's my, um, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, so he was misunderstood. Yeah. He, right. he was a big supporter of North Northeast football. <laughs> and that is why I got to play this one guys. There's one team that's must watch in, in, in FCS. It's not the, from the Dakotas either. It's the crusaders of Holy cross Boom. and Matthew Saluka. Cause mm. they are heading to Fordham. This was a crazy game a year ago. This, they're heading to the Bronx to take on Fordham, and this this game I'm telling you I, I believe this was an overtime game a year ago. So Holy Cross heading to Fordham. Both teams made the FCS playoffs uh, a year ago. Let's go. Northeast football is back. This is where Northeast football is back. I mean, both of the areas of the country that are represented uh, underrepresented the Dakota, like Dakotas and what the Northwest kind of, and then the Northeast. Uh, Vince Lombardi, Fordham. That's right. There's yeah. potential at that program. Both of them playing great football at the FCS level. Maybe they're ready to make the jump. But uh, it would be nice to see at least the Northeast get to the national championship. Matthew Saluka for Heisman. All right. Everyone talks Tebow. Saluka's Saluka's he's Tebow 2.0. Uh, all <laughs> right. Uh, your what the fuck game of the week before we get out of here is what Petty C? Well, well I don't get the brain man cold, but I feel like this one's uh, a little bit straightforward here. Um, I don't know. New Mexico, Louisiana tech. 
Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> Mexico, pretty much. Or New Mexico State. I guess you got Jerry Kill there. At least oh, that's a weekday game, though. Yeah, on Tuesday. We'll probably watch it. But it's just not a good New game. New Mexico State <laughs> at Louisiana Tech. Uh, Nick, what do you think of this one? I, I mean, is it a good game? No, but <laughs> on a weekday, it, I mean, it is a weekday game. I think you probably look. I shit my work. pants on a weekday. Some days it doesn't mean it's good, right? It's still <laughs> uncomfortable yeah, to means. watch. You know, George Brett two point over here. <laughs> right. uh, look, uh, okay, Nick, where are you going with your Lou Holtz? What the fuck well, game of the week? Well, I don't get. I mean, honestly, I really could have thought UConn, BC, or UVA, Miami, but you guys played those in our top thirty. So, you know, hater, hater. As, as much as we, as as much as I love the Sun Belt, there's some shitty games too. And <laughs> Arkansas State at ULM is a pretty shitty game that nobody cares about. Nobody will be Never there. Never fade a bout in, in a shitty game. Nobody right? will be there. Border battle on TV either. <laughs> Uh, look, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to play my loot. Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the well, week. Well, and I, I, think, I think you guys missed this one. Surprised that this didn't go. Number one, Maryland at Northwestern. Look, I, I never want to see Maryland in the big 10 and the fact they're in the big 10 and playing Northwestern does well, absolutely game. nothing for me. It's a <laughs> like, shitty game. I would rather, actually, I think I'd rather watch the games you played than Maryland the Maryland and Northwestern. Uh, let, let me sell Maryland versus Northwestern to you a little bit. All right. Uh, Maryland, one of the lowest graduation rates in all of college football, Northwestern, one of the <laughs> highest, right? So you got this a little, is, uh, yeah, uh, uh, DC area against Chicago, I guess. I think it's better at Northwestern. It's, it's worse at Maryland. Well, it is, this one's at, this one's at Northwestern. I know, so it's better. Okay. So it's worse if it was at Maryland. I think they both suck in terms of. I think this game sucks. Well, yeah. I like the. I like the the, uh, North, uh, the. Trust me, the game sucks. But I like the feel of a game at Northwestern with the grass. I don't know. It's not something about the True. stadium. True. I would rather see the game played in Evanston. Yeah. Than, than in College Park, but still, it's it the game sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. This is the college football experience. We appreciate the fact you were tuning in. Uh, remember, next week we go live. 133 teams, 133 episodes, different episode for every single team in the land. We got you covered. Like we do every fucking year, subscribe to the college football experience. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Get on over there. It's it's football season folks. Memorial day's over. Get over there. Give us the five-star review. Do it now. Uh, also give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And remember subscribe on YouTube. We can watch this episode, youtube.com slash the college experience. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D give us all a follow and buckle up because we are just getting started when it comes to college football. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106. A 